0: Equipment sales volumes declined through the pandemic due to supply chain disruptions, as well as a variety of other sector-specific issues. However, since 2021, we've seen volumes rebound for medium earth-moving and aerial equipment, while large earth-moving equipment sales continue to decline in the United States. Ritchie Brothers' Inside Edge, your guide to the latest news and trends in heavy equipment and trucks. Here's Andrew Engelhart. Welcome to another episode of Richie Brothers' Inside Edge podcast. In this episode, we take a closer look at earth-moving and aerial equipment sales volumes and prices throughout 2022. We also look ahead to our live premier global auction in Orlando, Florida, from February 20th to 24th. All right, let's get to work. Supply chain issues have massively disrupted the equipment industry over the past few years, with a shortage of materials needed for OEMs to build new equipment. As a result, new equipment production slowed, impacting asset availability and pricing. However, since 2021, we've seen volumes start to rebound, particularly with regards to medium earth-moving equipment and aerial assets. Large earth-moving equipment is a different story, particularly in the U.S. In 2019, Ritchie Brothers sold approximately 13,000 large equipment items in the U.S. In 2022, that number dropped below 10,000, with large excavator volumes hit particularly hard. Last year, we saw a 10% decline in large excavator volumes in the United States. This year, they dropped a further 25%. Meanwhile, many excavator volumes have increased drastically in the U.S., We also saw volumes decline for large dozers in the U.S. in 2022, while wheel loader volumes were flat and articulated dump truck volumes were up slightly. Some of the top-selling manufacturers of large earth-moving equipment in our U.S. auctions and marketplaces included Caterpillar, Volvo, Terex, John Deere, and Komatsu. When we look at large earth-moving volumes up north in Canada, sales have been steadier. In fact, we saw a slight increase year-over-year compared to 2021 with articulated dump truck, excavator, and motor grader volumes all up in 2022. Of course, we're also dealing with much smaller overall numbers in Canada versus the US. In 2022, Ritchie Brothers sold approximately 4,000 large earth moving items in Canada, which is 6,000 less than we sold in the US. Medium earth moving equipment volumes in the US were all up in 2022, including loader backhoes, multi-terrain loaders, skid steer loaders, and mini excavators. In fact, we sold more than 1,000 mini excavators in Q4 alone last year, which was up approximately 200% over Q4 2021. Not surprisingly, this huge influx of machines impacted medium pricing for mini excavators in the US, which was approximately $20,000 in Q4 2021 and dropped below $15,000 in Q4 of 2022. FYI, the top selling mini excavator manufacturers in 2022 were Bobcat, John Deere, and Komatsu. In Canada, medium earth moving volumes saw modest growth last year, again with much smaller overall volumes than the US. And interestingly, we saw a big influx of multi-terrain loaders in Q4 of 2022. So that's something we'll be keeping an eye on to see if it continues in 2023. Aerial equipment volumes in the United States saw a similar rebound to medium-earth-moving equipment. During the pandemic, aerial equipment was in very high demand and wasn't as readily available as we're seeing today. In 2022, we saw volumes increase for almost all aerial categories in the U.S., particularly in the second half of the year. In Q3 and Q4 combined, we sold approximately 4,200 scissor lifts, 3,600 boom lifts, 2,200 forklifts and 700 telehandlers. The top selling manufacturers of aerial equipment included Genie, JLG, Skytrack, Toyota, Hyster and Caterpillar. For Canada, again with much smaller overall numbers, aerial equipment sales were relatively flat year over year, but down from 2019. However, if we look specifically at boom and scissor lifts, volumes were up considerably in Q3 and Q4 with most buying and selling activity happening in Alberta, Ontario, and Quebec. If you'd like to dig deeper into Ritchie Brothers' data, I encourage you to subscribe to our monthly Market Trends report at ritchie-hub.com. Medium earth-moving equipment volumes are on the rebound, while large earth-moving sales in the U.S. continue their downward trend. To help explain why, I've asked a couple of our Ritchie Brothers experts, Jake Lawson and Casey Fensel, to join the podcast. They also provide us a sneak peek at next month's mega auction in Orlando, Florida. So Jake, can you tell us why we're seeing different volume trends with medium and large earth moving equipment?
1: In my opinion, the equipment that we see come through our channels were a reflection of the market. And historically speaking, you would see a lot of larger equipment produced. But in recent years, the large equipment relative to the volume of the smaller and mid-sized equipment being produced... Is much different. As a barometer of the market, we're seeing more and more throughput of that medium sized equipment and smaller equipment versus the larger assets. So I don't think the percentage of what we get relative to the opportunity has changed. I think it's it's more a reflection of more and more people are buying the medium and smaller equipment.
2: The only thing I would add on to that is, you know, coming out of the COVID 2020, 2021 season as Almost all OEM manufacturers were struggling to get product to the new dealers. The medium-sized equipment has become more available for customers to buy new, which is also then allowing them to sell some of their used equipment as they're able to
1: replace. And then the technology and the capability of that equipment is a lot different today than it was in years past. So you can kind of do a lot more you're less restricted to you know, whether it's road applications or transportation barriers and things like that. The equipment business is a lot more commoditized these days, and therefore, that's why you see, again, that, that inflection in the midsize equipment.
0: Casey, in past episodes of our podcast, we've spoken about the versatility of these compact machines. Is that a factor you're seeing out in the market?
2: Yeah. For example, somebody that used to own one backhoe, they could have that one machine on one job. But if they get a a mini excavator and a skidster, for example, they might have both of those machines on the same job doing the same thing. Or if they have the right application, they can have two different jobs going on at the same time. More revenue coming into the
1: company because of that flexibility.
0: And Jake, when you visit with customers, are you seeing more compact equipment in their fleets versus large equipment?
1: I think it really just depends on the business that they're in and the application that they're working in. A pipeliner, the complexion of their fleet really hasn't changed that much over the years. They they're putting big inch pipe in the ground, they need certain equipment to go and do the work. But you know, for a lot of the companies that used to be single threaded, they've tried to diversify, right? So they they de-risk their business, they can bid on more jobs. And for that, they need, you know, different kinds of equipment. And I think it it makes it easier for them to be versatile. You know, obviously the rental companies, whether it's this, you know, the true rental companies or the dealer rental companies or the rental arms, you know, they've loaded up their fleets in a big way. And it provides a lot of flexibility to different people. If you talk to, you know, some dealers, and OEMs consider that mid-size equipment BCP is what they call it, right? That's been the number one pin source, or or you know, new sales source for equipment across almost every OEM. The other thing you've got going for you is you've got there's a multitude of OEMs bringing equipment into the market from all over the world. So again, it, it creates um, an opportunity for customers to have again different tools uh, within their fleets.
0: Thanks, guys. This is great stuff. Super informative. Now, can we get a sneak peek of what to expect in Orlando next month?
2: Of course, the auction season's already kicked off with our first weekly featured sale on Thursday in January. But as we get into February, the the auction activity really builds with our first live auction in Houston, Texas, followed by a live auction in Orlando, uh, which is building quite nicely the the lots are up year over year, our consigners are up year over year, and our page views are off the chart, which uh, really displays that there is still robust demand out there in the marketplace.
1: The February auction in Orlando has become a tradition and we call it our Global Premier Auction for good reason. It's one of the events that is always hundreds of millions of dollars tens of thousands of pieces of equipment, thousands of bidders and buyers. And what is very special is despite the fact that Ritchie Brothers has created so many tools to help customers make it easier to bid remote, to be efficient with their time, customers still choose to make the trip to Orlando in February because of the atmosphere, the people, and it really sets the tone in the equipment industry for the new year. They come because the equipment that we showcase has really got every sector covered. We've got hundreds of dozers, articulated trucks, sometimes, you know, eight or 900 excavators, tens of 20s of millions of dollars in cranes, thousands of truck tractors, pickup trucks. So it really is the most diverse lineup of equipment on the planet that you'll see all year long. And it's become this kind of place where people travel to every February, which makes it exciting.
0: So people will be able to bid on-site for this auction as well as online?
1: One of the things I'm very excited about in 2023 is the fact that we've done a great job coming through very challenging times in COVID and we've over-indexed towards technology to help make it easy for our customers, which has been fantastic. One of the things we still love about this industry is people want to come together. And so we're excited about 23 because we've announced six sites that include Denver, Houston, Fort Worth, Texas, Orlando and Edmonton, where all of our auctions in 2023 are going to be in the traditional format, meaning live auctions. Customers in the seats, auctioneers in the booths, you know, bid catchers on the ramp. And so we're excited that we get to bring those customers because foundationally, still to this day, uh, this industry is about relationships. And we get a lot of pleasure and take a lot of pride in hosting our customers at our facilities. And so we're really excited about that here. Looking forward to 2023.
0: Did you know they can search equipment values for free? Richie Brothers' pricing results tool is a quick and efficient way to research past results across all our major sales channels, including live auction, weekly Iron Planet events, and Marketplace E. Visit rbassetsolutions.com to get started. Richie Brothers has more than 50,000 equipment items and trucks for sale in our upcoming auctions and online marketplaces including multi-day events in Houston, Texas, Orlando, Florida, Montreal, Quebec, the Netherlands, and Australia. Stick with us as we travel the world of equipment auctions and make sure to sign up for our monthly Market Trends Report to ensure you're equipped with the latest data and trends to help you make decisions for your business. Thanks so much for listening to the latest edition of Richie Brothers' Inside Edge podcast. Stay tuned for the February issue of the Richie Brothers Market Trends Report, where we'll be diving into transportation equipment sales in 2022. See you next time. Inside Edge, your guide to the latest news and trends in heavy equipment and trucks. To hear past episodes and for more industry insights and articles, visit richie
1: hubcom